Hey everybody, this is Clover Chat, brought to you by the University of Minnesota Extension and the Minnesota 4-H State Ambassadors. We have started this podcast to showcase all the great things 4-H has to offer. Our podcast will include stories from Minnesota 4-H members, information about 4-H opportunities, and we will also hear from some 4-H experts. Hello Clover Chat listeners, my name is Paige and I'm a Minnesota 4-H State Ambassador and today I will be your host for this podcast. I'm here today with former State Ambassador Megan and current State Ambassador Anita. We are going to be talking about the true leaders in service. First of all, Anita, what is true leaders in service? So True Leaders in Service is basically a whole month dedicated to community service, and this happens within the month of April. And M4H will be able to highlight service on our social medias, host some webinars, and there will also be some chances for people to win fun prizes. Sounds awesome. So giving a little bit of background on True Leaders in Service, Megan, do you mind telling us about what happened last year and the year prior? Yeah, so I had the honor of serving as a state ambi for two years. Um, my first year, I was a part of the service committee um, as part of the ambassador team, um, which is a committee I'm not sure um, exists anymore. I think its role has changed. But um, at the time, we had a whole committee dedicated to service. And one of our projects was April, True Leaders in Service Month. Um, which was something that wasn't really being celebrated in Minnesota 4-H. It was being celebrated across the nation, especially in our southern states, um, but not here. And so I was very lucky to be part of that team to, to start getting it off the ground, um, start a start um, promoting service and service learning, which is something we, we really wanted to empathize. Em, em, oh, my goodness, my words. We really wanted to highlight um, the service learning part of it. And so we... Um, offered uh, a place for people to submit what projects they were working on, what they were up to, and um, offer prizes for those who participated. Um, and the first year was was really slow. Um, it was our first year, and we were getting a little, you know, bogged down, a little bummed out because, you know, it was it was brand new, and we wanted progress right away. But our advisors reminded us that you know we'd see progress eventually, and sure enough, into my second year, more people became a part of it which was really encouraging to see with COVID um, being a thing that people still wanted to do service. Um, and we offered lots of ideas for what you could do in, in the time COVID service learning you could do at home and people really grabbed onto it. And again, we offered prizes and um, offered ideas. And um, this year I have been very lucky to see that it's, it's growing even bigger and we haven't even hit April yet. And there's just this passion for, true leaders in service. So I've been really excited and um, very glad to be able to see its progression from its first year up until its third year in Minnesota 4-H. That is a really cool progression to see. And I can't even imagine how honored you feel to have started that and see it grow from those seeds you were planting early on. So you mentioned with this upcoming year, this current year, already seeing this passion for service. So Anita, would you mind telling us about what the state ambassador team is going to be doing this year for True Leaders in Service? Yeah, of course. Um, so this is gonna be kind of like our agenda for the whole month of April. So within the first week, we'll be like um, posting some little introductory videos just to hype up the little month a little bit. It'll be more like a little teaser week. 
Um, and then we may do like take over Instagram, stuff like that as well. And then for the next three weeks in April, we'll be going over each of the blue service topics, um, which are like food insecurity, um, education and equality, and as well as period poverty. And um, so every single week of April, we'll just talk about one specific blue service um, project. And then um, for the last week of April, we'll be able to like highlight some service or some um, other things and also announce the prize winners. So that's why I really encourage people to submit their service projects so they have a chance of um, getting a prize. For sure. And I don't know if you have this information or not, but any teasers as to what might be included with prizes in case anyone's like on the fence? Um, I am not sure yet. Um, I think we're still in the process of um, thinking about what prizes we're gonna give out, but I bet they're pretty amazing. For sure. I'm sure they will be absolutely amazing. Now, if both of you want to take a little time to tell us about why service is so important and so important to you. Maybe start with Megan and just give your thoughts on that. Yeah, so prior to my state AMBI um, experience, I definitely enjoyed service. I enjoyed doing that, but I, um, I wasn't as passionate about it as, as I am now after getting to experience planning quality service learning um, helping people not only make a difference but learn the skills they need um, to continue to make that difference to make that impact so much larger than just one service project um, and so service learning has just become such a passion of mine because you really can see what it, what it can do um, seeing as uh, I've seen 4-Hers you know, make tie blankets, make um, just different like cards, just like little things like that to giant projects of hours long cleaning. And you see the impact it makes then, but then how it ripples out and other people see that other people um, learn from them and it just continues and continues and continues. And it just makes our world just such a better place and a place we all want to live and be a part of. I love what you said there about it, making our world a better place, because that is really what service at the core is about. How about you, Anita? What are your thoughts on what service means to you and what service and why it's so important? I definitely have to agree with Megan. Like, I totally enjoy how, like, you're doing just something so small, but can make such a big impact on other people. And for, for me, for my experience, um, I got involved with service ever since I was younger. Like for me, I didn't like the feeling of like um, someone going through something. I don't want them to feel sad or anything. So I always empathize with them and try to um, do my best to help in any, uh, every single way. Um, I remember like in sixth grade, um, we raised enough like pennies. We collected pennies from all across um, our school and school districts. And we actually raised a well in Kenya. And this is something that holds dear into my heart. And I was that type of person to go door to door, like I think it's like an elementary school and ask people for canned goods rather than candy because I was that type of person. But yeah, it's just crazy how service can really impact a lot of people and help them in so many ways. So yeah, I guess that's my story. For sure. That sounds like such a cool project to be involved in. Are you interested in representing Minnesota 4-H as a Minnesota 4-H state ambassador? 
visit z.umn.edu backslash state ambi app info to learn more and apply today. Don't wait to start your application because applications are due May 11th. So in addition to this, there's also going to be a webinar on March 25th at 7 p.m. Um, please join this webinar if you're curious about um, what service is, like what are some examples of service, um, what are some ways that you can plan service. Um, we also have like a few Q&A sessions. So yeah, it's just a little way for us to familiarize with um, community service and get an idea on how to expect for the upcoming month. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Megan, could you highlight some of the service projects that were submitted for True Leaders in Service last year? Of course. One of my favorites was an awesome 4-H group that um, took their animals to the windows of their local nursing home to cheer up the residents. Um, this was, of course, just at the beginning of COVID, and so a lot of people were starting to feel restless by April. And I just love the story because um, this 4-H shared with us that they weren't too keen on the idea they they were wondering you know how can this make a difference and this is not going to be that fun and uncomfortable and they shared with us that by the end um they had so much fun they saw the residents having so much fun um that they wanted to do it over and over and over again and i think they did um for uh, um, the rest of COVID. so it was a really unique project something you wouldn't exactly see um you know when you first think of service learning that might not be what comes to mind um so and i really love that they were able to, to learn from it and to continue it throughout throughout the rest of their summer. Um, another really cool project was a tie blanket project um, for, they made them for the local ambulance and emergency services to give out to um, patients. And this was a really personal story for this 4-H'er. They had experienced this project firsthand. They had been a recipient of one of the blankets. And so this was a really cool project because they felt the need to give back because they they were, um, I believe they had to go in the ambulance and it was an emergency. It was really scary and they were really comforted by these like tie blankets. And so they were able to, to make a whole ton of them and give back. So those are two really cool projects from last year, but there were plenty more. Um, so we could talk about them all day long. <laughs> Yeah, those are both really cool and unique projects, especially um, how they were personal and adapting to the times. That's a really cool connection to make there. Okay, before we wrap up, I have one quick question for both of y'all. Now, this might not be the easiest, but I believe in you. In one word, how would you describe services importance to you? Okay, I thought of a word. Um, the first thing that came to mind was revolutionary. I don't even know if that's the correct term <laughs> in this case, but I don't know, like service and volunteering has been my hobby and I do it almost every single day. So and it's just amazing how service can really impact a lot of people. So yeah, that's probably my word. I would say for my word, I'd say change. Um, service can really make a change and can make a difference. Um, so my word would either be change or um, would be connections because I think um, service really connects us to each other, connects us to our communities, um, and connects us to people across the world. And 
um, you know, we're all, we're all human. And even with our differences, like service really, really connects us um, and helps us remember that and helps us to make change. So I'll cheat a little bit and do two words. <laughs> Those are all amazing words, all three of them. Phenomenal. Now, any closing thoughts about true leaders in service or any advice you might give to someone who wants to participate but isn't quite sure how? Either of you can take a stab at this one. Yeah, I would really encourage people to stay tuned to what the um, AMBIs are up to this year. Um, your state master team will have lots of resources for you, I'm sure. Um, but in addition to that, research the problems that you see in your community. Um, figure out what those what those issues are and make connections with people who will help you um, do something about it. Um, that learning piece will help you make a make a lasting change. So learn about it. Go out there, assemble a team, a COVID safe team to you know make a difference. And I encourage you to make a lasting difference, not just one service project, but um, just something that continues to to address those those issues in your community and in your world. For sure. Great, great advice there. I would like to extend one more. Thank you to Megan, former state ambassador and current state ambassador in NIDA for joining us today to talk about true leaders in service. Hopefully you now feel inspired to participate and we cannot wait to see all of your incredible projects from across the state. So thank you for tuning into Clover Chat. In our next episode, we will be talking more about the State 4-H Leadership Conference, Youth Exploring Leadership and Learning Opportunities, also known as Yellow. Clover Chat is sponsored by the number four, the letter H, and the color green. See you next time. 4-H is a youth development program of the University of Minnesota Extension. It is available for youth in kindergarten through one year after high school. 4-H'ers participate in hands-on learning experiences in STEM, leadership and civic engagement, animal science, creative arts, and much more. To learn more about Minnesota 4-H, visit z.umn.edu slash 4-H.